Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Alex Finn. Hi. I'm still kind of stuck on that idea of snakes. All the snakes and then what if we're all snakes? Like you turn around and secretly you've been a snake the whole time. The only one who's been an obvious snake is Nyx. But everyone else is actually a snake made up of snakes. They're just 52 snakes in a trench coat. Stace Babcock. I want to go ahead and say that Nyx is not obviously a snake. Nyx has snake-like tendencies, but they are relatively easy to hide at this moment. And if Nyx ever got snake eyes, she would wear slotted sunglasses like it's the 80s. I've already thought this through. Thank you. Like those ones with the holes? No, no, no. With the slots. You're not thinking of like Crowley from Good Omens, but like the actual slatted ones. Yeah. That aren't really sunglasses. They're like the party sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say that. But I feel like they do do something to block the rays of the sun simply because there's material there. Okay. Merida Jones. Hello, I'm here. I'm attending. I'm not a snake. And also, I would like to say that Nyx's fucking hair shed water <laughs> and, like, did the wave. So if that's not snake-like, or just, like, not human-like, that I don't know, man. Pretty sure she's a snake. Or duck. Ducks also shed water. Mm-hmm. It's true. Samson Davis? That was probably a Hufflepuff more than a snake. <laughs> Ah, Dilly, Secret Ravenclaw. Is Italia the Slytherin? Oh, for sure. Okay, good, good. Yeah, yeah, Italia is definitely Slytherin. Next is Gryffindor. Cha-Cha might be, like, a really eccentric Ravenclaw. I feel like Cha-Cha is an exchange student from, like, the French school, probably. That makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Alex in real life is Slytherin, so... So is me, Daniel, in real life. Slytherin for life. I prefer not to say. I was a Slytherin in the first version of Pottermore, and then they redid the quiz, and I got Gryffindor. Gryffindor! I'm Slytherin on both sides. <laughs> Gryffindor is the fucking jocks. How could you be the jock, Samson? Fucking right? <clears throat> fucking sucks. <laughs> I'm not the jock, to be clear. <laughs> Just Stasis face of what the fuck. Stasis is like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> um, I'm on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of millennial are you that you didn't do the Pottermore quiz? Oh, fuck yeah, I've done it. I'm Slytherin with tendencies toward Ravenclaw. Nice. I was thinking of Nyx. Definitely a Gryffindor who's like, I get C's, but I have these not weapons. <laughs> <laughs> I get C's, but I have these. And then she flexes. <laughs> but I've got these guns, so it doesn't matter. She's smuggling snakes here. Watch me Quidditch. It doesn't matter as long as we win the Quidditch match. Yeah. Okay. So, who remembers what happened last time? I am going to pick on Alex. Okay. So, surprisingly, last time, Italia did not get stabbed. That was quite the shock. We were all expecting Italia to get stabbed. You can say that about any episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very pleasant surprise. Well, like, this episode, she, 
She failed all of her social roles and did not put any effort into them. And luckily, her striking resemblance, minus the scar, to her mother saved her life. And now, Nyx tried to go into the water to find out where we are, but that rope was not long enough. When Nyx came back, she's just like, I guess more rope. (laughs) We find out Cha-Cha does not have any rope. She has drugs. That was a choice. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It always is. (laughs) Nyx is like one rope. Could you have one rope? Cha-Cha says, no, only drugs. These pills and herbs fall out. She's like, what the fuck? Man, what if those drugs dissolve in the river? (laughs) Which also proves that Cha-Cha is either a millennial or a Zimmer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It all makes so much more sense. So anyway, after we decide to rest up, because maybe we all shouldn't, you know, go underwater rock dodging with low might pools. Just a thought. Yeah. Art. Her name. Like, I want to say Shalmas, but I'm like, that's a city. It's Stannis. It's like the dude in um, Game of Thrones who dies, but it's a lady. <laughs> I did not watch Game of Thrones or read the books. What? Are you a millennial? Doesn't he regain his life through... No, who regained their life through vagina? Oh, uh, Lightning Dude. The Lightning Lord. Oh, yeah. He was called the Lightning Lord. I don't remember his name. Are we talking about Game of Thrones or are we talking about the pornography parody? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, Game of Thrones. Uh, Yeah, I tried to read the first book and I'm like, this is not for me. And anyway, while we were waiting... Stannis was just like, yo, she looks like her mom, but she got this wicked scar. What up with that? And when you like to there is some mad, mad hints that she, Stannis is actually enemies of Natalia's mother. Guess she made some choices to give up all of her wealth. Unlike some people in the real world who will never make that choice, even though it's the ethical thing to do. And Shaja was just like, I wonder if there's horrors. And there was. There was a transparent horror who was just like, yo, I know Buddy Cop. Don't trust Buddy Cop. And then surprise Pikachu fades. Amazing. The end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what happened. Campaign's over. So, yeah. Figure has told you that uh wish that you would be less trusting of some of those you talk to faded away. And that's where we left off. Mm-hmm. What does Cha-Cha, or really any of the other players, do? So during this hour rest, Dilly's gonna try to make something that will help him, probably. I feel like that was the implicit statement Nyx was given during the crafting suggestion. He's gonna try to make Got something. Okay. A snorkel? Give me a d20 roll. Just tell me what you get. 13. Okay. So, since you don't have IO, but you are still able to craft some rudimentary snorkels right? for five people. What's the material cost on that? Let's just say you managed to make it out of two synths total. 
Dilly presents it. I have snorkels. Amazing. I, well, they're just tubes. It's fine. You'll hand them. <laughs> Nix puts it on. It's upside down. I, I, the other way. Oh, I get it. Yeah. You want the, uh, you want one hole to be above your head. Uh, there's so brilliant. Cause there's only like a couple inches. The snorkels will definitely give you guys an asset in trying to get through this tunnel. If that's what you're trying to do, the tunnel with the water. I'm not looking to hang out with bees today. So you don't want a snorkel? I do want a snorkel. Oh. Can I also make a dog one for Jesky? Yeah, we'll say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You've even, like, tried to mold it to her snout. <laughs> it's Dilly's that considerate. He's really tried. He had to, like, take apart his rope that was partially reeds and trash in order to construct it, but he was able to do it for Jesky. Yay! I'll still give that one to Italia. Like, I think you should try to put this on her. Italia's <laughs> like, okay, Jesky, we're gonna go through the river. Italia's like, explaining it in great detail <laughs> to Jesky. And Jesky kind of like tilts her head at you with confusion. It's okay. This will definitely help. It's like you're trying to explain quantum physics to. A cocker spaniel. I'm hoping that if I just go, she'll just follow me. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so what you guys doing? Nyx will interrogate Stannis. Not interrogate, literally, but be like... But she's she wants to dig up more info. Because she knows Italia's mom is a point of interest. Mm-hmm. Italia. I don't know that Italia told you too much about her mom, though. Oh, but Nyx has known you for 10 plus years. Although I would guess that maybe Italia hasn't mentioned anything, but I bet you Nyx is curious. Yeah, I think that maybe you would have heard something from your mom. And Italia would have said, oh, I just haven't seen my mom in a long time. So she would be like, you would know that there's something going on with it, but Italia would probably not tell you. <laughs> I think that's true. Like your mom explicitly said when you were with her in the uh, Invisible Strings episode, when you met with her individually, she said something about it's a shame about her mother in context of Italia. Yeah, and I don't know how long ago Italia's mom left. A long time ago. It was like she was she was nine. Italia was mostly raised by her grandmother. She was nine-ish when she came to live with her grandma. So, like, she had a foundation with her mom, but then the grandma, her grandma was like, we're going to fix that. I think that Nyx would have picked up on some tension related to this topic as well over the years. Totally fair. Oh, yeah. I think you would know that Italia, like, blatantly has been lying to you about her mom. Like, oh, I just haven't seen her. Like, I'm sure she's fine, whatever, but... Um, in, in reality, Italia's pretty sure her mom's dead and, and it was like her mom just like disappeared and Italia was left alone until her grandmother figured it out. I think Italia was alone for a few weeks before her grandma picked her up. I think she was like just squatting in her old house. So, and then her grandma picked her up and she lived there and then she met you, but she wouldn't be like, Oh yeah, my mom just left me alone. It was fine. She's like, no, my mom's just traveling. It's also probably a different excuse every time you, like, push her on the matter. No, she's just living on a farm now. Yeah, she's just traveling. She's just working at a residency. She's um, 
She's woofing. She's a woofer now. She's just going out for her cigarettes. She'll be back. Yeah. It's four weeks later. She'll be back. It's fine. <laughs> Gas station was out of cigarettes, so she just kept looking. It's fine. Yeah, so I don't think Italia has ever personally told anyone that her mom just stopped coming back. Well, actually, in that case, I don't know that that Nix would bring it up without um, some sort of indication from Italia that Italia wanted to know. So if there's no indication of that during this interaction, Nick's not going to bring it up. She's not trying to cause like emotional harm. I think you could still like ask questions about it. I, I think Atalia would be curious, but Atalia has learned to like never ask questions about it because her grandma never answered any of them. Like every time she's asked anything about it, it's always been like shut down. So she really doesn't like, she's no idea where her mom is. Okay. So I guess let me insight. Let me insight Italia. Inside Italia. Italia's pretending so good. See if if Nyx picks up that Italia's actually curious. Because she's not really, yeah. You're specialized in social, so that'll be a plus six to whatever you roll. I got a 14, so that's a 20 total. Okay, and is Italia trying to hide any of these thoughts in her head? No, I think Italia's mostly observing like trying to figure out this lady and i think she's like it's like clear that she's thinking about it but she's not sure like how to ask okay so it'll be a straight roll for you okay and also nix knows her like really well so i feel like um 11 it's actually probably a plus three asset on top of this it's probably a 23 what did you get yeah i feel like anything with like italia with nix observing should be an advantage um, I rolled an 11. Yeah, I was going to say, I assume it wasn't a 23. So, Nix, you could definitely tell. Uh, so, yeah, so Nix will speak when Natalia isn't able or doesn't, um, you know, emotionally able or whatever. And she'll be just like, so, Stannis, you knew Natalia's uh, mom. You could say that. I'm just curious because never met her. Me and Natalia have been friends for... I could tell you how long, like over a decade. Yeah, actually, it's been like 10 years now. More than 10 years. Wow. Yeah. I know. Fucking wild. Anyway, so just never heard from her or anything. So curious as to what she's been up to or what you can tell us. I don't have much recent information. Neither do we, honestly. Like, shit, Italia, it's been like. Our info is like 14 years out of date. It is 14 years, actually. Yeah, that'd, that'd be about it. I think Italia's like 22. And how old you are? I think you're like two or three or four years older. Because Italia's a baby. Baby. She's pretending to be like such a big kid, but she's not. Yeah. Nick's and Natalia definitely have like a big sister, little sister. Oh, definitely. Like you were like that. at least two to four years older than her. And she was like, she idolized the shit out of you. Don't worry. Anything you got would just be helpful because we haven't heard anything about her mom and well, I, me never. Give me a social role. Default is 15, but you've got specialization, so that brings it down to a 9. 10. So, Stana says she looks at Italia for sure, like, what are you into, kid? Uh, well, I'm getting out of a bunch of things right now. Actually, 
Um, and to you, Stannis. Yeah, but but before that, you doing jobs? Who are you working for? Or were working for? I was working for the handlers. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I thought my handler was killed. They asked me to join, and I was like, what the fuck? No. I don't know. I don't... Mm. I like to learn, and it was the opportunity I had. The handler that I worked with found me when I was, like, 12. Trust me, kid, they were watching you longer than that. Probably. But yeah, I don't know. I I mostly did it because um, it gave me a chance to improve my skills. It gave me a chance to learn. It put money in my pocket. I was really hoping to learn more. I know I spouted that about a bunch, but I've had no one to teach me since my mother left. And the things that she taught me were not actually the things I want to learn. Like learning how to scam people is great, you know, but it's not. It's not like knowledge and growth, and there's. A lot more to learn, I guess. So, I guess this is the app. Got you this far, didn't it? It did, but I burned all of those bridges, and the handlers would probably really like me dead at this point. So, I've thrown in my lot with Mama Jaren, and I don't even know what the door is, so that feels great. She grins. I understand. Remember being in your shoes once? Guess everyone is, huh? At some point. Yeah. Not everybody had your mother as a handler, though. I haven't seen my mother since I was nine years old. You're probably lucky in that. She's not one... Good things don't follow her. It's one sorrow after another. Good things don't really follow me either. either. And I'll turn my face so the scar is facing. Yeah. Maybe it runs in the family, then. Perhaps. Do you have any idea who my father is? Well, I swear, when I saw you in the lab, I thought you were her. I thought you had finally found me and that you were here to kill me. And for a moment, in the midst of what I was going through, I was grateful. I was still scared. Because, you know, when it comes down to it, <sighs> Saliana kind is not a word I'd use for her when she was crossed. Do you know who my father is? You said I would be the right age earlier. That I don't know. Um, could be a lot of people, honestly. And I don't mean that to cast aspersions or anything like that. I'm just saying. I think your mother had a kid because she decided she wanted a kid. And I think she vanished when she decided she didn't want to be tied down anymore. I know that's hard, but I... It's the way she was. It's hard to say one way or another. It's not like she... Natalia. What? Ask her why your mom wanted to kill her. Nix is like right there. Nix is two feet oh. from Stannis. I don't know. Yeah. She's like sitting there eating popcorn. <laughs> Dilly's behind Nix, just kind of watching like... <laughs> why did my mother want to kill you? You said that she was a handler, so... It's only one way the handlers come to kill you. Either they get a contract for it, or they feel like you're a liability. Yeah. Oh, shit. What if your mom pissed off the handlers just like you, Italia? Well, then why would they be so invested in bringing me on? Stan starts laughing really hard, like, are you kidding? Oh, yeah. I've been worried all these years that... 
This Aliana has been hunting me. Um, she's in deep. She's the she's the one who she and um what's her name? Her friend, Tamara. Tamara's dead. <laughs> this is Alex. This is a good character. <laughs> what did you say, Marietta? <laughs> Said Tamara's dead. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit, kid. I'm sorry to hear that. What? what? I, I'm. I heard Saliana. You know, I was there when she told Tamara to look after you. <laughs> Excuse me. Nix, are you okay? Yeah. You're really green all of a sudden. Well, she. Oh, did I fuck up the snorkel? Hold on. Let me check. Well, I killed her. Oh, I feel kind of bad if. She did corner me in a bathroom. She was not very kind. Listen, Tamara has never been known as gifted with social graces. Well, she, uh... I'm sad to hear things don't work out. I mean, I know your your mother asked if you ever went down the path of the handlers. But Tamara, look out for you and make sure you didn't get up too far out of line. <laughs> well, she didn't show up till the end. At the wrong moment. So, didn't never communicate with that. Like I said, that's a shame, kid. She did seem to be actively trying to kill us. They after you? Uh, I presume so, considering they probably think I killed Tamara. So, yeah. Which isn't even fair. <laughs> I did take the item they really wanted. Um... The first job we had was to acquire something for Mama Jaren, and it was in the possession of the handlers. So. Oh, you grabbed it for the collar. And you got it from tomorrow. That's, that's honestly pretty impressive. That's good. I can get out of shitty situations. I just tend to get into them in the first place. Yeah, but I get you out of them, Italia. That's like our thing. It is now. It's like our whole... <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the... Uh... Human, I mean humanoid condition, right? That's why we do what we do. Emphasis on humanoid. <laughs> on humanoid. I, uh, sounds like the caller chose wisely. Um, I hope so. Look, I'm not, like, trying to kill you. I'm not trying to, like, have my mother's vengeance. I was never really, like, if the handler's thing hadn't fallen into my lap and been the thing that I could be successful at instantaneously, it probably wouldn't have happened. Just. That's how they get you, kid. Of course it fell into your lap. They've been watching you since you were born. Creepy. I just. If it wasn't what had been, like, bred into me and been trained into me as a child, like, the, the root of it is that I'm. I'm curious about Numenera. I want to learn more. I want to grow more. I want to gain skills that aren't just for stealing shit. But I'm good at stealing shit. I'm good at getting out of trouble when I'm in it. So. Yeah. I don't think that's what Saliana wanted for you, though. Or else she would have paid for it. And she leans forward and she says, because trust me, she could. I just don't know what the point was. Like, she left when I was pretty little. And, um, 
I've been with my grandmother since then. Yeah. She didn't want to be a mom. Doesn't mean she didn't love you. She just knew what she knew. I suppose. I don't expect to see her again anytime soon. I'd like to know where my grandmother is now, though. The handlers tried to kill her. Didn't go very well for them. They did? Yeah. That's, uh... That's a pretty stupid thing to try. Why is that? Well, I'm just saying... I mean, she'd be old by now, but... She's still who she was. Who was she? Tell us. <laughs> she was Amaranth Stone. Time was you didn't need to say anything else but that name. People would stop whatever they were doing if they thought you had Amarin Stone on your payroll. The question, Dan, are you saying Amarin or Amaranth? Amaranth. Like the gemstone? Like the gemstone. So what would like the knowledge role be on this? Stone is our last name. Trixie Daniel. Amaranth was a legend. Definitely can't get anything out of her unless she wants to give it to you. Yeah, well. And she gone, yo. We we fucking stole that shit from the Nixos and the Handlers, and we came back, and Jima, there's three dead Handlers at her house, and she is gone. We don't even know. Oh, have the Nixos involved in your... Let me tell you, it's been a long time. Sorry, them Charmant. Yeah, like we said, um, we left Charmant for very important reasons. Yeah. Very important reasons. Just surprised. I mean, Mara and your mom never had anything to do with Nixos. Tamara was like straight running that auction for the Nixos, dude. So that that's changed since you left. Yeah, and the Nixos are building automatons. They're hiring out. Billy looks away, just like... I don't know what most of that means. Like I said, it's been easily ten years since I've been to Charmant. Well, I hope that uh, it'll be less than ten years before we get to go back, but it's pretty hot for us, so... Yeah, if you've got... Uh, if I'm reading you right, you got problems with the Handlers and the Nixos? And the Palace. We like to be efficient. And... You know, with me around, trying to make trouble with Guardians of the Night's Hope, too. Do you actually say that? I'll, uh, roll my eyes at that. (laughs) (laughs) Her grid kind of fades when you say that, but she says, The Nixos and the Handlers, they, uh, they all come from the same camp. Same what? Camp. They all come from the same camp. They all come from the same line. Like, same line of work or same umbrella organization? Just saying the dialogue ended, and next thing you knew, there were just words. And one of them was Nixos, and one of them was Handlers. And there were probably many more besides that I never knew. Uh, Stannis, do you mind clarifying that? I, uh, I'm not following you well. Give me a social roll, a 15. Nyx will have an asset because it's gone this far that she's specialized. So that would be a six. Eight. So you've come this far. If a caller sent you on something like this, it doesn't really matter anymore. The Nixos and the Handlers are fragments of something else. 
something older, more widespread. Don't get me wrong. There have always been bit players. There have always been local players. But it used to be, at least in Navarine, that everything was wrong. Everything answered to the dialogue. That's what they call themselves anyway. Maybe their owner had a flair for the dramatic. How long ago was uh, was this? <sighs> Somewhere between 70 and 100 years ago. Oh, dang, all right. Dialogue ended a long time ago. And whatever little thieves or little agents of the time tried to build their own little organizations, tried to convert what they could into something salvageable. In the case of Shalmas, that was Kersa, and he called it the Nixos. You had Minos and Charmond, although he's not that different. For all I know, he's even the same person. And you have little itty-bitty players that create things like the Handlers in Charmond, or the Agents, terrible name, by the way in Bodrov. All these little bit players coming out at the death of the the dialogue and making their own little kingdoms. Did you say why Italia's mom was trying to kill you? Well, she was my handler. And... Oh, you left the handlers. I joined the Guardians of Night's Hope and that was the end of it. I went rogue. Shit. They don't forget when you go rogue from the handlers, they track you down so you're dead and gone. Well, what'd you have to do? Because you're still alive. Yeah, I could take some pro tips at this point. One, I got out of Shermond. Check. Smart. Two, I changed my name. Natalia, change your fucking name. <laughs> and three, I, well, I changed almost everything about myself. I have had so many different features. I can't remember which one was the original. I've changed so many times. But you know what? It doesn't matter. Are you able to do that with the help of the Guardians? Change so many times? One of the few fringe benefits of being connected with an order with that much Numenera at their disposal. Right. Dilly will have a contemplative look. Listen, it's not my job to pitch you on the organization. That all comes back to your caller. But I'll just tell you this. I was doing very well as a contractor for the handlers. I was easily bringing in a thousand shins on almost every job. Damn. Whoa. Wow, thousand shin job, how rare. <laughs> For me personally. Yeah. And I met uh, met Mama Sharon. Used a different name back then, but I met Mama Sharon. And she she hooked me up. Showed me what we could do. And I gave up Shamont, but I've been Working the mission ever since. 
We call her Mama J. She seems to like that, so. She does not like confrontation, however. She does dislike confrontation, that is true. She's a fierce woman. She makes some mad scones, dude. They're just fire. They are incredible. I miss them. I haven't been back to Charmont, like I said, in over 10 years. Yeah, I get that. Smart. It's kind of a hot mess right now. Does Shacha have like one half of a scone left in her pocket? I thought we were out of scones. Like we couldn't prove to Sala that we were who we said we were because there were no scones. Yeah, but he didn't eat it. Oh, okay. All right. Well, who man, Nick's like stretches. I'm feeling better. Me first, guys, and then you'll follow, or still you make your fucking. Should we tie a rope between us, like connecting us? Is that not what we should do? Oh, I thought I would just tether the other end of the. I thought we would go one at a time on the rope, and then like once we can pull it back, i.e., there's no resistance from a human being being attached to the other end. Excuse me, humanoid. Uh, we could pull it in. Yeah. <laughs> Natalia, your subtlety is incredible. I'm so sorry. It's a difficult transition for me, personally, with you. Um, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I would be catty and be like, tell me how this is difficult for you. But like, <laughs> this your Nick doesn't find this like difficult at all. So she's like, all right. <laughs> Nick. So what are you guys doing? Got the river in front of you. Are you going for it, Nick, or do you want me and Jesky to go first? <laughs> nah, I'll go first because, like, it keeps going, and I would hate for anybody to get past. So. Okay. Okay. So, Nick's your. How are you guys doing this? Oh, yeah, Nick's first for sure. I guess I'll hold on to the rope, and once, like, there's no tension for me, like, pulling back, like, when she's off of it, then I'll. Reel it in. So I guess I'm curious. How is Nick's going back? Because we know 150 feet of rope is not enough to really get to where you need to go. Oh, Nick's has no intention of really using the rope beyond... Actually, Nick's plan is to take the rope through, catch herself on the rocks of the rapids, and maybe string it across if she can, so other people can catch. Or otherwise, Nick's will just try to like, le- like leverage herself against the rocks. And catch people. Okay. So, for next, give me a 12 might roll. Right. Double effort. 10. Okay. So, that means everybody else has a asset to trying to get through the tunnel and get caught by next. Assuming that you're going one at a time and not trying to jump in all at once. Yes, to one at a time. Would it be smart to send Cha-Cha next because she's trained in swimming? Sure. Sounds great. I don't know. No, if anybody else has a better idea, because I was just like... No, that sounds great. Go for it. Okay. So, Cha-Cha, it's a 12. You have an asset from your training. So you have an asset from Nyx, and then you have your skill... So that's training. With a snorkel, give her an asset as well. The snorkel would give it her an asset as well. So that brings it down to down to a three. I got 19. What would you propose as a minor effect? Could Dilly have made like a net? 
out of the razor wire? I don't know if you could do that. You could say that with a 19, you're giving that an asset to the next people who come. Yeah. Okay. So Italia, Dilly, and Stannis will have two assets. Who's next? Stannis, do you want to go? Stannis will go. She's easily caught across, no problem. Not that you guys know that. <laughs> Dilly, I'm here. Yeah, as far as Dilly and Italia know, they're just sending people to their death. <laughs> <laughs> Dilly, I'm definitely here to support you, um, but I think you should go before I do. Okay. Before Dilly walks in, he'll use his minor illusion to make a big red arrow appear above his head so that when he comes Ooh. out, hopefully they will at least see the red arrow. Okay. So you'll definitely have the asset from Cha-Cha, the asset from Nyx. I mean, obviously the arrow can't add another asset, but I, yeah. I like it for flavor anyway. Right. So it'll be a six might roll. Dilly will spend one level of effort that he has and get a 16. Yay! Okay, so Dilly, you get across no problem, and you get caught up with Cha-Cha and Nyx. <coughs> Alright. Okay. And Italia, you are alone in the tunnel. I'm not alone. I have Jeski with me. So I'm gonna, like, put a tether between me and Jeski, and I'm gonna, like, hold on to her and have her walk in with me so we can kind of, like, hold on to each other. But if we get separated, we'll still be attached. Okay, so with all this other stuff, it'll be six. Okay. Do I have might to spend effort? I do, because I did the roll, so I'm going to do that. Woo! Wait, you did the roll? Earlier. I mean, I I have full recovery. I have full Oh, gotcha, now. gotcha. Okay. Uh, and that was a ten, so we're good. Okay, yeah, so you guys all get through this tunnel, and you are now in this sort of wider cavern. The river's rushing through it. You guys can find your way to the shore. And the cavern leads out into bright sunlight and a marsh. Well, I'll take it. Let's get out of here, huh? Well, we gotta get the cart. <laughs> yeah, we gotta go find that. Ugh. Wait, what cart? Oh yeah, full of statues. You'll know it when you see it. It's the real job that we have, dude. You were just like a side thing we were doing for Sala, but we were really here to get the cart of statues. But you already have them, right? Well, yeah, we just gotta go pick them up. Yeah. You maybe help me recollect the stuff that I was bringing? What were you bringing? Well, it was this box of crystals. Yeah, how did you get captured? What happened? Well, I took a wrong step, and I there's stories here about a craft that flies overhead, blue and vibrating. And I don't know exactly how it happened, but I was there with the crystals. I took a wrong step, but the next thing I knew, I found myself in something, some sort of lift. And then I was inside that ship, and tried to grab the crystals and leave and then wait ship that was a ship yeah and then its arms came and grabbed me and threw me out and then next thing i know i'm lying on the ground and that creature made a beast found me made a beeline for you sorry i'm sorry you continue 
It was... She pauses. It was horrible. The bee man is... That's what the locals, I think, call him. Or it, or whatever it is. Doesn't understand human feelings. It's a machine. And... I was just a puzzle for it to solve. I'll be honest, I... I've been trained very carefully, but I would have told it anything it wanted, but it wasn't concerned about what I said. It just wanted whatever it could figure out about me. So, thank you for coming. I know you're being paid, but thank you for coming. Oh yeah, we would have did it for less, but uh, Salas paying us pretty good. So you got some uh, stuff you need us to pick up? Last I saw it was on that ship. You just... You need us to hunt down a ship? Could you describe the ship? And then can Dilly make like a, I don't know, cipher lore, if such a role exists? Listen, there's a, it's a blue ship. It's known to fly over these parts and it's sleek, but it starts off cylindrical and then ends at a point, but it's flies over these lowlands, these hills every few days or so. I was only on it for a minute or so after finding myself there, and I lost the package and was thrown free. At first I thought that creature was healing me, but then once I was healthy again, they just started trying whatever they could to... I don't even know what they were trying to figure out. If they could ask, I would have told them. Sorry about that beeline joke, by the way. I didn't... That that's it just feels tasteless now. I'm sorry. I didn't. Uh, okay. We do have to go back kind of close to B Man though to get the part. So are your crystals on the ship or were they dropped when you were? I think they're still on the ship. Okay. My experience is you don't get very long on it before it figures out you're there. My failure was that I I didn't have a tight enough grip on the case before I was thrown free. Are you good to, like, try again with that? Or should you, like, go back to Shalvis? She kind of um, takes a deep breath, strains her shoulders, and she kind of cracks her neck as she says, the mission is what matters. I can do it. All right. Well, I should probably get the cart back first. Right. Yeah, cart friendship sounds like new mode of action game plan. We can find something to halt the cart while we're at it. I'm right here, Italia. Like, I'm just saying that horses, for instance, move faster than you do. Are there horses in the ninth world? Whatever the ninth world equivalent for yearly horses. Probably a neen would be the the default one to think of. Yeah, definitely. They're sort of like pale, fleshy giraffes. Amazing. Nix is trying not to look offended. Well, I just like don't want you to have to be so consumed by that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, we need your might for other things. Yeah, definitely. Hey, but like I could pull you it. Definitely, that's not even a question. Like, is that a question? Was that a question? Was that what the problem was? You are so strong. And I feel like you are so muscular. You're so powerful. Your might is just like incomprehensible. It is so enormous. Is that what you needed to hear? 
You had me, Italia, until you clearly kind of just went over the taps. So. I mean, that is how I feel about you. So if my feelings are too excessive, I'm sorry. Oh, never, dude. Nix. Give me a six intellect roll. Oh, sure. Oh my god, it's a five. <laughs> yep. Makes total sense that you continue to pull the card. <laughs> Nix feels an itching in her brain, and then it goes away. <laughs> I feel something. Oh, sorry, it's gone. Uh, Alright, well, god damn it. Uh, is it hard to find the cart, Daniel? Or You haven't left the cave yet, so you tell me. Yeah, based on um, the direction of the water flowing, could we go the opposite direction of that to theoretically go back to where we were? So outside the cave is sort of a fen area. I think with Nix's training and navigation, you could kind of probably figure out the way that you should go, if that's what you want to do. Yes. To get back to the cart. Yes. Yep. It'll take you by the hive, but you could probably take a long way around if you wanted to. Uh, yeah, we're definitely avoiding. Okay. So, as you make your way across the fen, you hear this weird chorus. And it sounds like voices, but also weird sounds. <laughs> like, sounds you don't recognize that are clearly animal. But it's weird that they all seem to be coming, talking in the same proximity to each other. What's that? I don't know. Well, you see across the water, there are a number of essentially creatures over there. You see a couple of human people who seem to be kind of babbling to each other. You see also a strange, like, bird-like creature in the water next to them that's making strange squawking noises. And then, uh, at this point, I will offer Italian XP. Yes? Will you give the other one to? Oh. Um, it's between... Give it to Sam. Yeah, okay, I'll give it to Dilly. I was going to give it to you because you did push me to ask those questions about Natalia's mom. Samson needs it. Samson did give me an XP, too, to re-roll that I wasted, so... Give an XP back, <laughs> big Samson. Such futility should be rewarded. Thank you. One of those uh, sort of humans in the water looks at you, Italia, and says, your mother's waiting for you in Shalmas. Fucking took her long enough. Can I insight check this creature? <laughs> sure. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I'm so like, oh. Okay, so give me an 18. That's a four. <laughs> in like a good way or in like a she wants to kill me because apparently I killed her friend way or I didn't. I inadvertently did. A friend of mine did. No, this is one of the heads in the water telling you that. But I mean. I think Italia's is responding to the head in the water like, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't. It doesn't strike you as. This person is deliberately lying to you. An odd thing to say out of the blue to somebody. That's. Um, care to elaborate? Head in the water? Sure, come closer. Talia takes 
half a step closer. I have a hard time seeing you from here. Natalia will move a little bit closer, but keep a foot back, obviously. Yeah, this seems like a bad idea. It does seem like a bad idea, but I'm so curious. Can I tell what the head is? Does the head look like someone I know? It's not recognizable as somebody you know, but it does appear to be a human male speaking. He has short, dark hair and a salt and pepper beard. What's your name, kind sir? What was that? What's your name, kind sir? Come closer. Natalia, no. Dun, dun. I'm pretty close, my dude. I don't know what to tell you. I was just in this water. Uh, Dilly's going to touch Natalia on the elbow, just like, let me, let me try something. And then he'll cast Minor Illusion, and a copy of Natalia will walk forward towards the uh, creature. Ooh, that's good. Sir, give me a deception roll, Dilly. So it is going to be a 15. I will put level of effort into that. Is there any way I could assist him? Like, could I have... I don't think you know what he's doing, so that's the problem. Uh, So I put a level of effort into that, so it should be 12. I roll a 15. Nice. Okay, so this figure... um, Seems to slide closer to this figure that is looking like Italia. And then emerging out of the water, you see this strange crab-like feature with two pinchers. From its head are strange, somewhat stiff cables from which the heads of multiple creatures are attached and babbling in a chorus. And at that point, I need you all to roll initiative. Fuck. Fuck, yeah. Excellent. This reminds me of the three doors. Is that what it's called? The book? The... Where's the four? It's the... Ah, the Stephen King... Eleven. Gunslinger series. Oh. What's that book called? I haven't read it. You haven't read the Stephen King Gunslinger series? No. What? I've only read the first one. Wow. It's so spooky and fantasy sci-fi. How have you not... Daniel can't read. That's his secret <laughs> and his superpower. <laughs> Daniel's never read a book in his life. Oh, no. man. So the thing was, is that I worked in a bookstore for like most of my teenage through early 20s, and so I was all snooty and refused to read those Stephen King books. Mm, that's fair. Because I was... A douche, as most people are in their early twenties. <laughs> I rolled a two, Dan. Okay. What did other people get for initiative? I got on the floor. I got an eleven. A natural twenty. Been saving it all day. Oh, shit. Okay. And Alex. I got a thirteen. So first up is Natalia. Mr. Krabby Heads is coming at you. I think I'm just going to... Towards her or the image? Roughly the same direction. We'll see how it works out in the end. (laughs) I think I'm just going to onslaught it. Physically. Okay. 
So that will be a 15. Okay, and I'll put um, two levels of effort into it. That makes it a 9. It's a 14. Okay, you definitely hit it. Doesn't look like it was that hurt, but it was hurt. So next up would be Critter. Ooh, there's a couple of choices for tactics here. It's going to try to attack Italia with both of its ventures. So first it's going to try to grab her. So Italia, you will have an asset from this illusion, which makes it a 12 speed defense roll. Okay. That's a 10. Okay. Uh, Nyx will take that attack. Okay. So Nyx, you will take the attack. You get grabbed by the pincher instead. You jump in front of the pincher. How do you do that? if you want to add anything dramatic flair there. I don't know if it's too dramatic, but next we'll just see like the claw coming back for the grab and shoulder check Italia um, out of the way. Okay. So it will grab you with that claw. And since it's got you grabbed, it'll take the other snap at you. You will take five might damage. And I'm sorry to say that you will move one step down the damage track. Ooh. Armor or? The five can be resisted by armor. There, got it. Okay. Next up is Cha-Cha. We just saw Nyx get grabbed by a claw and very seriously hurt. I think Chata is going to shoot the arm holding Nyx. How so? With, With her ray gun. With her ray gun. Okay. So that gives you an asset, so that brings it down to a 12. Got 18. Okay, so that's plus 2 damage. Okay. So question... If the creature is actively hanging on to Nyx, is she still hindered if she's trying to bite them? It's more like it's kind of, uh, let's say that she isn't hindered in this particular case. Can Chacha shooting it and the arm that's holding her give her an asset? Mm, probably not unless you forego, got, for, if you did it in lieu of damage or something like that, or you got a 19 or something. Okay, so the essentially Nyx is hindered. She's not hindered because since she's being held there, if she's if she's trying to attack with her teeth, she's fine. There's no hindrance. If she's trying to fight her way free, that's another story. So she's one one down the damage track, I mean. So she's yes. hindered in all okay. No, one down, uh, to the, one down the damage track does not hinder her yet. Oh. One down to the damage track means that effort will cost you one additional point, and it also means that when you're rolling, if you get extra damage, you can only get at most one extra damage from the roll itself. Oh, okay. Well, I misunderstood that then. Um, so, Nyx, yeah, she'll go for the bite. She's trained in unarmed attacks. Okay. So that brings that. it down to a 12. And then she'll, uh, bite would be might or speed? Might. Might effort, one. Yeah. 
So it's a nine now? Mm-hmm. Twelve. Okay. So, yeah, you get the bite in, and so you do eight, you do seven damage, right? Yep, and the crab is hindered. Crab is hindered going forward. Mmm, crab meat. Okay, next up is Dilly. Um, Dilly is going to, I think, move his image of Atalia and then have it kind of seem to, like, be charging up some attack. Like, it's going to do something, and if the crab doesn't get out of the way or do... It's going final form, essentially. Yeah, I was also thinking kind of like Solar Beam, like kind of a Bulbasaur thing. Yeah, basically, I'm trying to draw the crab's attention to this image. Ooh, okay. I don't know if it's draw the attack necessarily, but... It kind of is, but we'll use slightly different rules. Yeah. So it's going to be a 15 intellect roll. No, it's hindered, so it'll be a 12 intellect roll. Because it's got Nix's Venom in it. I'll put a level of effort into that. Get it to a 9. Roll the dice. And fucking get a 3. Do it. You know you want to. I Yeah, I think I will spend an XP. Reroll that. Um, I rolled a 19. Okay, so uh, what would you propose as a minor effect? Oh, it's a minor effect in combat. Can the crab thing drop Nyx as a minor attack? Or is minor effect? Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So Atalia's illusory image will start to like kind of absorb power somehow, and then the crab was just like startled enough that uh, Nyx can slip out. Okay. Okay. I'm curious though. What does the Atalia charging up look like in Dilly's illusion? Like the Avatar? Kind of, yeah. Like some like blue light coming in around her eyes, and then she, her like eyes are glowing uh, the same color blue, and she's just like... She's T-posing. Just like... You turn black? <laughs> yeah. And Natalia's on the sidelines like, fuck, I never... I don't look like that. <laughs> My aesthetic is black, Dilly. Come on! <laughs> it looks dope, though. It's just not my aesthetic. Well, it's not you, so do something. <laughs> I tried, didn't go well. So, Nyx is free, and there will definitely be an asset to the next person who has to deal with it. Next up is Italia. Alright, it's just the one guy? Mm-hmm. And the physical onslaught didn't really do anything, is what you said. It did something, but not as much as you thought. Alright, well, I'll, I'll see if um, a mental onslaught is more effective. Okay, you're just going to do a straight mental onslaught, or are you going to add any effort for damage or using? Or... Do I get to know what I'm reaching for first? You have to say, oh. and then it either hits or doesn't. I'll do a level of effort to hit with it. Okay, so that brings it from a 12 down to a 9. Okay. That's an 11. So it takes two damage. It's not like that. Next up is its turn. It is going to swipe at Italia. Italia, you have an asset to this from Dilly's illusion, and it is also hindered. So that brings it down to a six speed defense. And that is a six exactly. Okay. 
The other claw is swiping towards Dilly. Dilly, please give me a nine-speed defense. Nat 20. Amazing. Ooh, what would you propose as a major effect? As a major effect, I would like Nix's Venom to finally hit its central organ. Ooh. And that kind of, like, jarring, like, uh, is most of the reason that Dilly is able to dodge it. Okay, okay. So at that moment, the Venom hits its sort of central nervous system, and the cloaca blooms. The cloaca bloom? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> In terror. In missing you, it gets scared, and it's going to use its move to start retreating. Excellent. Next up is Alex. Chacha's going to let it retreat. Okay, cool. Is anybody else going to not let it retreat? Nope. Nope. Bye. Okay. So this thing has run off for you guys, and you guys are in the quiet of this fan. Nyx grins at Stannis with her venom fangs. Can we leave now? Uh, Yeah, we should leave. I would like to leave. Nyx, your tummy rumbles a little bit. Ooh, hungry? I could probably eat. I don't know. Why? What is Nyx hungry for? Do you want to eat a football-sized thing again? Do you remember that time you did that? Does it need to happen again? I don't think Nyx knows particularly. She just feels hungry. Guys, we could have ate crab, but that's all right. It can go. Do you want to chase it? I- so what are you guys going to do next? I mean, you guys could try to continue to find your way to the cart, or what do you want to do? I would like to get the fuck out of here, at least. Should we get the cart first before we eat? We could think about food on our way to the cart and see if something... All right, that's a good plan, Italia. Also, you can eat and walk. It's an amazing thing, and Natalia will, like, pull a little bit of a ration out and, like, nibble on it. Natalia, my whole thing is walking. I want to make that clear. Can you eat and walk? Dude, yes. Let's do it, man. Is that a might roll or intellect roll? <laughs> so you guys walk. After about a day and a half, you get your way back to the cart. Holy shit. It appears to be undisturbed. Six hitches up? Stannis looks at you like, are you serious? You don't have, like, livestock to carry this for you? The livestock got killed, I think. So. What? It's been a life experience. We never had livestock. Well, I would assume that they had livestock for the other cart, Dilly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had to build this whole cart, Stannis. Like, the it was a bad situation. So unless you got, like, livestock in your pocket, I'm going to pull this. Well, I'm saying, like, maybe instead of trying to go all the way to Shalmas or to the ship, we should be heading towards Elderbriar. Small town, but they've got to have... They have livestock, I think. We could buy from there. Billy turns to Cha-Cha. What's uh, Elderbriar like on your list? Is it an X on Cha-Cha's list? It is not one of the no-no's homes. Chacha gives a nod out of, like, yes, approval. I mean, you all saw, saw her nod her head. Oh, see you ahead. All right, good plan, Stannis. 
Nyx just starts walking. <laughs> is that the right way, Stannis? Is yeah. So Elderbriar is a little south of where you guys are, but like not so much that it's totally out of your way. It would definitely like Nyx. It is obvious to you that if you had some sort of livestock to help or pack animal to help drive the car, it would be much faster on the path towards Chalmers. It's probably worth the, you know, 20 mile detour to Elderbriar. Let's do it, man. I just, I, I'm so impressed by your pulling this cart, but it just seems like maybe we could be more efficient. Because you guys have been going for a while, at some point you're probably going to need to camp midway through, even though it's not necessarily that far distance. So how do you guys handle that first camp night? I'll do a watch. My stats are pretty good. Billy can also do a watch. I trained him. <laughs> Turns out the secret was coffee. Who knew? Coffee. The secret to watches. Next is just going to sleep in the wagon. Stannis offers to do a watch. Fuck yeah, Stannis. Fucking welcome to the team. Nyx offers a fist bump. <laughs> Stannis will give you a fist bump back. Stannis, do you like a nano or more like a glaive or a jack type or what you do? What's your gimmick? She grins at you. I don't know what that means. My special is being dangerous, Dilly. Let's leave it at that. You want to know your focus and your descriptor? Do you shoot fireballs? Do you exist partially out of phase? Do you fight with a horse? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Stannis agrees to one of the early watches. I don't know if you guys... How do you guys handle that? But I'll do the one after. So... Marietta, when you take over watch, things seem to have been quiet, and Stannis goes to bed. Okay. Things seem relatively quiet until it's time for you to wake up Dilly. Okay, and what happens when I try to wake up Dilly? Dilly, you do wake up, but before you wake up, you have a dream. Oh, boy. Here we go. You're seeing an odd image but it's familiar. It's from a perspective that's higher up than you're used to, but it walks into the queen's platoon and people start walking up to it and they get thrown from side to side and it walks over and it holds up Karfa and you make this chittering sound and Karfa doesn't seem to know how to respond to it and gets thrown across the room. And then it goes over to Lone Shark Eye and lifts him up by the throat. And it makes that chittering sound. And Lone Shark Eye spits in your eye. And then everything goes dark. And you wake up. Apologies, oh, Cha-Cha. <laughs> so uh, Dilly wakes up, I guess, breathless and sweaty. Sleeping beauty. Hi. What? Nothing. Uh, you seem to be a little out of breath. I. Uh, um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. It's my turn for watch. Is that? What's, what's what? Yeah. Have another dream. Uh. Yeah. 
Yeah, I did. So one was kind of like seeing through your automaton. Yep. That happen again. Yeah. This is actually the third one. Oh. You know, once things happen three times, it's kind of a trend. I, yep, that, yep, that makes sense. Statistically speaking, yeah. So I know what I said before, you were like, pish posh, there's no way that could be true, but three times, same perspective. Yeah. Were they the same incident? Was it like the same exact dream or was it like a different thing? Uh, same perspective, different moments. Okay. Um, Polos is dead, and the the automaton I built is coming to get me, and I think it kind of wrecked the Queen's spittoon just now, assuming that these dreams are happening in the moment. Yeah. Scorps were so good. Like, it just, like, lit it on fire, or...? I saw Kartha get lifted up and thrown, right? I mean, he's not the biggest individual, but I personally would have a hard time throwing him, so that is impressive. It gives me an idea of the, like, the scale. No, yeah, the, uh, and, uh, I guess Dilly will throw up a, kind of a small image, about three feet tall, because I don't think Dilly's illusion range can actually fit the automaton at this point. Wow, that's so cool! Thanks, I... It's like a robot. <laughs> I had a hand at the design. Uh, anyway, also Lone Shark Guy, probably dead. He spit in my it's I thing. Thanks. Did you give it a moral compass? Were you like very strict with its like parameters when you made it? Because there are some rules that you need to follow with that kind of thing. No, because that's not what my job was. I was basically hired to make sure it interfaced with uh, the body that they had started building. So I didn't consciously put anything in it. I, you have to face, like, maybe this might be a two-way street, you think? Is that what you're going for? I can't say whether it's a two-way street. All I can say is that when I tested it before, when I scanned you before, there is definitely a connection between you and it. I can't say whether or not I mean, it's not a human, you know, so I can't say whether or not it's having, like, your dreams, if it's dreaming about the things that are happening with you. But, um... Maybe. Uh, there's definitely a connection in the other direction. Yeah. Dilly, at this point, I will offer you an XD. Oh, shit. I'll take it. Who will you give the other one to? I'll give one to Atalia, since she's listening. Thank you. You listen so good. <laughs> Natalia, while you're talking to Dilly, you see him suddenly go stock still, and in fact, it's like his whole musculature is straining. And Dilly, for a moment, everything fades, and once again, you see that image of the hand holding up a bloodied face of Lone Shark Eye, and you hear that chittering cry, and then there's a moment where it stops. And it turns, and it looks in the mirror, and you see this enormous automaton body that you had been working on of various colors of synth, because it was really... They were looking for the finest quality, not necessarily consistency when they brought you the materials. 
and it turns and looks at you, but it still has that face, that face that you remember that was imprinted on the metal line, and it makes a chittering sound that stares into the mirror, and then you hear amongst that chittering something more intelligible, and it sounds like a dillabrim. And that's where we'll end this episode. Oh, shit. I was half expecting it to call me father there for a second. Hey, Daddy, how you doing? <laughs> I'm coming for your soul, father. So, Marietta, something about Italia for this episode. Oh, gosh. Small but satisfying, rolling a natural 20 for initiative is a rare occurrence. Mm, yeah. I don't know. I like this, like, this Italia being like, the dream whisperer for Dilly pretty well. <laughs> Dilly, just like asking the questions that Dilly needs to hear to think about it. But I'm curious where that will go long term. I just really like Dilly's relationship with, I mean, Italia's relationship with Dilly. Makes me happy. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. And I also like it too because it kind of reinforces some like some of Dilly's preconceptions about Nanos being all mystical about stuff that he treats as scientific. Mm-hmm. I feel like Dilly kind of forgetting that Atalia was a nano kind of plays into that. Because in his mind, nanos are also like pencil pushers, at least the ones he's had to deal with as a right. So to see one that's more hands-on in Atalia and also Chacha has right. been a learning experience. Right. And Nix isn't really used to nanos who aren't like guests on Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Atalia still has it out for the Nano that's treating, in quotations, Nix's mom. Let's get back to Charmant deal with that. Um, ten episodes from now, remember this. We won't. Exactly. We have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you would absolutely dig. This week is Stace's turn. Stace, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? I would offer our listeners an XP to check out Elder Scrolls Online Greymore, the newest expansion. Not really talking about the base game, which although very cool, and if you haven't checked out the base game, you should definitely check it out. There are like free play weekends occasionally, stuff like that. But I'm going to talk specifically about the expansion, which is... Western Skyrim is the setting. So Eastern Skyrim is a normal part of the game. It's been there since release. But Western Skyrim is part of this new expansion. And I got to say that it is a little bit darker than usual for ESO. Gets into some Skyrim stuff. It starts, if you played Elder Scrolls Skyrim, the, the single player game, it starts out with fan service just for you. Just for you. And it continues from there. So what what does that look, Samson? I can see you. What does fan service just for you mean? No, I just mean like it's... Well, I can't... I don't want to spoil it. The opening is very familiar to those who have played Skyrim, the game. You're thinking of fan service in the anime terms, aren't you, Samson? I was. That's why I was very confused. I'm talking about fan service in the sense of you give the fans what they want with a nostalgia I factor. Mean. Yeah, well... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> maybe not the nostalgia, but yeah, fans what they want, yes. Okay. 
I feel like I've learned a little bit more about what you want, Samson. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, fan service in the strictest sense of the term, as in it's just some callbacks and throwbacks and stuff like that. And I don't want to get too into it because I don't want to spoil, but it does feature some vamps. If you're into that, Marietta. What? And Vampires. Yeah, vampires. And I'm playing through it as a filthy PC casual. And uh, I'm really enjoying myself and the story and the new public dungeon and content. So definitely if you've if you've got the cash and you've got the time, check out Elder Scrolls Online Greymore. Now's the time. Okay, cool. If people wanted to reach out to us to tell us about the podcast or Elder Scrolls Online, whichever the expansion may be. How would they do that, Meredith? Well, if they were wise, they would just go straight to our website, which is explorerswanted.fm, and all of these resources are on there. But we are active on Twitter. We're at Explorers Wanted. We're also on Facebook, Explorers Wanted Podcast, and Instagram at Explorers Wanted Podcast. And then um, relatively recently, we launched our Patreon which we have some wonderful patrons now. We're very excited about that, but we're looking to expand. If that is a thing that you could support us in, we would be very appreciative. I know that the world is a strange place right now, but we would love to make more content for you one day. And then if you really want to hang out with us, which would be actually my personal favorite thing, is if you come hang out on our Discord server. We're very active. We love to chat. We share memes, we share plant pictures, we sell animal pictures, we share tabletop, video game, anything, really. We talk about current events and the news, and there's, like, channels for all of them, and we're posting them, and they're click and clacking all day on the keyboard. Great. Come hang out. We're desperate. I'm personally very desperate. I would desperately appreciate it if you come hang out with us in our Discord. Thank you. That's all. And along those lines... You know, the best thing that you could do for us at this stage and our podcast existence, if you like the show, would be to tell a friend and tell them what you like about the show and why they should listen. The second best thing you could do for us is leave us a five-star rating and review on a podcast directory, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podchaser, any of those. And speaking of which, we actually have a brand new five-star review that we've received via Apple Podcasts. And what was that, Stace? So the, it is titled, The Podcast Makes You Want to Roleplay Again. This group makes you want to play role-playing games again and gives you hope that players will help build each other's character up in amazing ways. They contribute in hilarious and brilliant way to the world of Numenera through the GM's epically inventive story. The fact that they use Monty Cook's consent in gaming clearly shows through in the trust the players have for the GM and the way they feel ownership when contributing to the story collectively. Everyone should give them a try. You won't regret it. Awesome. And who was that from? Uh, that was from Nicholas Taylor. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much for the review. If you didn't like the podcast, if you just thought it was meh or you actually even hated it, well then. Then your time comes soon. Live life to the fullest. 
feast on the iron sweetness of your enemies' hearts and bathe in sticky victory, for it won't be long before the hive man comes to collect you. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can follow me on Twitter at Stace Windu. The Kaluika Blooms at Slam Potato. Oh, God. <laughs> you can tell me what encourages you to run, especially away from, at Real Tea Unicorn. If you want to tell me anything about how to Twitter, and I'm on a hike. I'm on Twitter. Yeah. That's all for us. Thank you all for listening. We will be back next week, as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night or day or whenever you're listening to this. And bye. bye.